Hey, Simon. Yeah. Do you... Will you marry me? No, man. I just got engaged oh. last week. Oh. Hey, guys. Welcome along to the Three Views Podcast, the podcast where three guys, Michael, Paul, and Simon, sit down and, well, let's be honest, we discuss nothing. But you will enjoy it. And that's why you're here again for the fifth episode, I believe, of the Three Views on Podcast. Look, guys, it's been a crazy ride over the last few weeks. And it's... My mind's been blown. Yeah. Well, 183 likes and counting. That's like famous. Well, I think one of our posts reached over 10,000 people. I've never been this famous before. I've never been anything like this ever before. We're not famous now, are we? I don't think so. No, we're definitely not. No, I don't think it's classified as famous. I don't think we're even close. People in other countries know about you. There are people with five times more friends than we have likes on Facebook. We did reach people overseas. Did we? Oh. So I got a friend. I only saw people from Launceston. Is that classified as international now? Definitely interstate. (laughs) I've got a a friend who's in India at the moment, and she noticed that the the podcast was playing, and she was like, hey, uh, listen to this. Took a little while to get through the cultural barriers, but she loved it. What about that the language so barrier? Good. I have no that idea. Really but I'm guessing that's her. the cultural references. Yeah, cultural, fine. Language, not not as easy. So, look, anybody who out there who is listening, uh, we're looking for a translator uh, to translate <laughs> our podcast for us. <laughs> Swahili, um, that's right. Whatever. We'd we'd love to hear from you. Uh, tweet us at Three Views On. At look, let's actually translate job opening position dot org. Hashtag let me translate your podcast. Yeah, it's good. Hashtag translate this for me. Um, we're going to get into the podcast now because we've just been mucking around, but I hope you enjoy that little intro bit. Today, we're going to be talking about in getting engaged. Mm. Uh, but firstly, Woo. Simon, why don't you tell us how your week's been? Mm. All righty. Well, Tuesday, got engaged. Oh, boys. Oh, yeah. Five years together. And I popped the question last Tuesday. Wow. Dude, is she um, is she a close blood relative or <laughs> No. No. Oh. Contrary to popular opinion, there are some people in Tasmania I'm not related to. That's fantastic, man. Yeah. I'm really happy for you. I was there was like three to choose from. Very shallow <laughs> pool. You've done well. Done very well. That was good. So dude, give us the story. Alrighty. Well, the story sort of started in the last podcast. I told you guys how I bought a ring. Mm. Yeah, well, last Tuesday I woke up. And work rang me to ask me if I could come in. I was like, no way. Can't do it. Ten minutes later, while I was still in bed, the jeweler rang and said the ring's ready. I was like, oh, yeah, (laughs) I'm up. I'm gone. (laughs) Uh, So I went into town, got the ring, uh, tried to hold on to it all day. Didn't work. Um, Lucinda had her last exam at three o'clock in the afternoon. Well, she finished it at three o'clock. And I went to pick her up and she wasn't there. Oh, oh, that's a real <laughs> kick in the... It was a bit of miscommunication, mm. but um, she was in town with a friend having coffee and she had assumed, she sort of knew the question was coming. Mm. And so she thought it was going to be like later on in the week, way after, like Saturday sort of thing. So this is Tuesday afternoon and she's having coffee with a friend. I rock up, listen, it's just like, oh yeah, we'll chill in town for a couple of hours. Just bowed and the knee in Hudson's. Yeah. My auntie had her piano recital at the con at five o'clock. Oh. So this is 3.30 and Lucinda's thinking, oh yeah, we'll just chill in town till five o'clock. I'm going, oh no, please, 
please listen to friend. Please go home. Please go home now. Get, get <laughs> there out. There are much more important places we need to be right now. <laughs> so she finally decided that she needed to do some shopping. So she left. And I convinced Lucinda that we had to go for a drive, much to her protest, I must admit. Never she an was easy like, task. no, we need to st- Why don't we just stay in town? I mean, there's an hour now. <laughs> Why don't we just stay here? So I said, oh, no, let's just go for a drive over the river. And she's like, no, that's even worse. Like, we're going to get back <laughs> at five o'clock during traffic, <laughs> peak hour traffic. Like, oh, no, oh, no, let's just do it. So we start driving. And I'm like, oh, we could go to your parents' place because it was sort of halfway between where I wanted to go. So I was sort of thinking, get her to agree to a compromise and just don't do it. Just up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She didn't like that either. She's like, no, that's silly. And then <laughs> over, the, over the bridge and I turned left uh, down to Gilston Bay. And then she knew something was up and she shut up for a little while. Oh. Very, very quiet. Uh, knew what was coming, I just think. Just anticipating. Sort of guessed. Sort of guessed. So... At this stage, it had started raining again. Oh. Um, so good thing I'd packed the umbrella in the back Sweet. seat. Very well thought out by me. I rocked up with her at the Gilston Bay Oval, which is where she first told me that she loved me. Oh, and wow. And I asked her to marry me on one knee in the rain, on the wet grass. Did you get a muddy umbrella. knee? Sorry? Did you get a I muddy did. knee? I did. Yes. Oh, that yeah. almost is Very not good. worth it. So we're walking with the umbrella. I was holding the umbrella. I passed the umbrella to her. Oh. Nelt got the ring out. It was it was very good. Dude, that was nuts. very superb. Well. And she was stoked with wow. the ring and everything. Because the ring was a total surprise. She'd uh What was she expecting? Well, something like what it was, but she just, there was everything she's wanting you've done so well man that's unprecedented in terms of levels of success it went very well yeah very unprecedented what do you mean i'm pretty sure plenty of people have said yes there's always been a little (laughs) bit of low level sort of ownage when the ring's never quite as good as the other person and so it sounds like you've really ticked that box quite easily well yeah not easily i must say (laughs) not Um, financially efficient it took a bit of a few months of sort of sussing out because she would like look at other people's rings and oh. people would be expecting it. So they'd say, here, listen, put this ring on. You know? Oh, really? <laughs> and she'd sort of say, oh, that's nice. Or, oh, yeah, probably don't really like that one. So, yeah. Was there a fairly open dialogue then? So she actually anticipated it and there was an open discussion about the rings and the sort of attributes of a perfect ring. Well, yeah, sort of. Like, you know, it's got a little swirl of gold sort of bun around the diamond i and don't care i don't that before and she'd like that so don't know i sort of knew when i saw it like oh yeah that, that, that'd be good there is one thing i know about rings and that's that the diamond has to be set in white gold did yes. you do that yes good man yeah because otherwise that the gold color that's that's the only thing i know about rings yeah well this is good work you've ticked all the boxes uh how did the the family take it another part of the story actually just after i'd picked up the ring uh, that was about midday. I was driving back home because I had a few hours before the end of Lucinda's exam. So I dropped in on her parents' place to see if her mum was going to be picking her up from her exam. And I had the ring in my pocket and her, I told her mum. Her mum already knew that I was going to propose sometime soon. So when I told her that I'd be doing it that afternoon, she got a bit excited. Ooh. And when, actually, when we rocked up at the uh, recital, at five o'clock, 
having Lucinda said yes mm. already, um, we actually got rid of the ring for a while. Oh, to oh. you know not divert the attention from the recital. Oh, and, mate, and all the random people that were there that probably shouldn't know before some other That's family such a good members move. and that sort of thing. And Lucinda's mum was there, and she just grabbed her hand and was like searching her finger for a ring like very has very it been lost somewhere in between the fingers like you're engaged anything the ring? are you happy yeah i did my last exam of course i'm happy yeah. <laughs> so she had a good cover super smooth so simon i feel like i can't ask you anything more because now you're officially like set on mm. the engagement thing yes but paul mm. you're in single land still have you ever been in a relationship where you just know that if you were to ever ask this girl to marry you her family would not take it well oh um <laughs> Have I ever not been in one of those relationships is more like the question. I'm not certain I'm that good at actually playing the family card very often. My family's great. Yeah. Um, but I, I can't translate into the other person's family thinking I'm great, which is, I mean, it's a tough equation to try and crack, but I've never quite done it. Man, that's that's tough. What about you? I'm a great, like, families love oh, me. You yeah. dog. See, I end up, like, with friends who are girls. And their parents have in their mind, you can almost see it. They look at you and they go, you'd be a great husband for my daughter. I'm like, no, Ooh, no, 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 not no. Not going to happen. Yeah. It, it gets a bit awkward. But yeah, I'm, I'm the complete opposite. Oh, I really? have no problems convincing families uh, that I'm One great. day, maybe in one whole episode, it's just you talking to me with a mic in the room about how to finally make it with someone's family because I've never, I've never been able to do that. It has its downsides. Tips. Because when you break up with a girl, you're not just breaking up with a girl, you're breaking up with the entire family. Yeah. The entire They've family. now almost adopted you in as one of their own. Yeah. And that would be quite a unique feeling where you break up with a girl and the family wants to keep you. They'll just chuck the girl <laughs> to the dogs, mate. They want to keep Michael See, Laws. it never quite goes that way. <laughs> yeah. uh, and it's awkward because you see them around and like you're like, we were kind of close. Yeah. Uh, now I've broken up with your daughter. I'm I'm technically not allowed to talk to any of you ever again. Oh, a divorce of the family. Yeah, mm. it's here's tough. A, here's a question: Is that should that be the way it is in Christian circles? You break up with someone, Ooh. suddenly you're not allowed to talk to them ever again. I, I think in any relationship, Christian circles or not, breaking up with someone should shouldn't rather leave you in a place where you can't ever talk to them, yeah. particularly also their family ever again. Yeah. Uh, Obviously, there's a, a period after which you first break up, especially if the other person isn't on the same page. Yeah. Where there's, you, you know, you communicate. Obviously, there's a period when you first break up with the person where you don't want to be talking to them all the time because you're just giving them that false hope that the relationship's mm. going to continue. Yeah. Um, but I reckon after a while, uh, bringing the friendship back is is definitely a good and a healthy thing even. And that's yeah. good from Michael Laws, who has given literally tens of thousands of women false hope. Not given, <laughs> not given, just given off. Yeah. False hope. He, doesn't, he doesn't uh, tell people. Pheromones. People just... I don't know if I'm comfortable with that. <laughs> yeah, well, you got to deal with it, man. It's happened. Uh, You're the dealer of false hope. Man. You open not on your, purpose. He's a lovely, yeah. lovely fellow, which just attracts people. people. Way too many people. Listeners out there, I'm not that kind of guy. No. You absolutely are. No, definitely are. not. Let me... You can't just change... A leopard can't change his mind, mate. I'm not really sure what to do with that anymore. <laughs> I'm just so lost. <laughs> oh, I've just got the old random Tumblr quote and I've just won the argument with it. So oh. thank you. Cool. Well, Paul, are there any tips? And I guess, Simon, you can offer any tips as well. Uh, you've actually gotten engaged, but is there anything that you would change or do differently? And Paul, do you have any hot tips on how you plan to get engaged one day? Mm. Well, I'll start because, I mean, I've got 
way less experience. Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of speculative experience. <laughs> I've been very good at analysing. Just like certain commentators were never that brilliant at the sports um, that they observe. Ah, uh, yes. I am a bit of an aficionado of the engagement story. Ooh. Um, you got to play it. You have got to play it fast and loose. And so, I mean, I'm definitely not saying there's anything wrong with the, the knee in the mud, just hold the umbrella for a moment, love approach. Of course, there's nothing wrong with that. But I've seen people play it a little faster and a little looser. Uh, high stakes. You want to spend a minimum of seven thousand dollars on your on your date. just on the approach. Yeah. Ooh. Wow. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Big coins. Take strange. out a loan. Start your marriage in debt. All worth. It. See, for me, I think it'd be awesome to like set them up to think that the relationship is just about to crash and burn. Oh. And then pop the question. I think that's that, the fastest, loosest approach I've is. ever heard, and also very mean prone I to failure well yeah, yeah. it'd be how, fun how do you know they won't just drop out two days earlier than you thought they would that would suck <laughs> no i can't <laughs> do it definitely suck can't do it the ring's two days away it's in the mail no i'm late <laughs> that's right I'm See, i think here. if you were going to go for that plan you'd have to have the ring sorted beforehand and mm. then spend like a solid two or three weeks building up to them just you hating say you. that now but if you were planning on proposing to someone let me just say, it's not st a stereotype when people say mm. when you get the ring, you can't hold on to it very long. It's true. You just, once you have it, you're like, nah, today. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Definitely yeah. today. You gave up the ghost a little early on that one, Simon. I'm going to tell you, burned a hole in your pocket very quickly. Well, better than holding on for two weeks. Three years. <laughs> yeah, three years. I suppose I'll be, I'll be the same. As soon as I've got the ring, I oh, have the yeah. power then. So excited. So well, happy. And if you've got the permission... And then you get the ring. It's just like, well, this is the final link in the mm. chain. Let's do it. The crumb of opportunity. I've got the, I guess, the equivalent, which is as far as I've actually made it in the world of getting married, which is actually asking a girl out. Uh, and <laughs> Very basic. Very step. smooth. It's yeah. But it's exactly step. the same thing. Um, you get to the point where you're like, this is actually going smoothly. I'm 80% sure that they like me. Mm. Can Did you, you actually hold up? Or 85 I don't know. Once I get to about eighty, I start. That's a once big I get difference. to about fifty, I'm like, on the, I'm like, I should ask this <laughs> girl out now. There's a point flip in it. I'm gonna marry her. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but have you ever had that moment where you're like, I need to ask her out today. Screw waiting three weeks to see how see how this pans out. Well, that happens like with anything for me. Whether it's like buying a new shirt or like booking a <laughs> holiday. Don't think about it. Doing it now. Yeah, exactly. You just the impulse is there, and you're like, all right, doing it. There's very little time for contemplation in my brain. I reckon it's just full action. That's pretty much Paul in a nutshell. Proper no action. contemplation, just, just full do. action. Cool, guys. Well, that's all we've got time for today. It's been great having you along for the journey. Uh, but before we go, Simon's going to leave us off uh, with the wise saying of the day. But as always, remember that you can tweet us uh, on Twitter at three views on. That's three T H R E E V I E W S O N. Uh, or you can check us out on Facebook. Same thing. Uh, we've got a Facebook page, as we mentioned at the beginning of the show, and we'd love to see you chatting to us, asking us questions, and letting us know your experiences with engagement or even asking a girl out, yeah. uh, how you've gone with interacting with the family. Problems, Let us know. Issues. Deep-seated psychological Ask questions you know we won't have answers to. That'll make the best material. None of us are married, so anything on marriage, happy to help. Not Very engagement happy. anymore, though. That's, that's taken. Yeah, well, yeah, we yeah Simon knows on that, so we can't. We cannot deal with that anymore. Yeah. And look, Lucinda, if you're listening, uh, great to hear about your good news. 
Uh, we hope everything goes awesome for you and Simon. Ooh. Yeah. So, Simon, the the quote of the day. Wise quote. Mm. Always borrow money from a pessimist because they won't expect it back. Very right. That is astute. I'd never thought of that before. Wow. That until until you thought of it just now and made it up. Well, that's right. Well, that's right. Yeah. Totally spontaneous. Well, I hope it goes well with you. We'll catch you next time. <laughs>